0: Hey guys, we'd like to remind you that the What's Up World podcast is sponsored by Paul and LaData Hunter, owners and operators of Whistle Stop Express and Livingstone Outreach Incorporated. Whistle Stop is located in Sand Gap, Kentucky. They sell gas, diesel, propane exchange tanks, and they carry a wide variety of automotive products, pride dog food, several different types of livestock feed, including chicken, horse, goat, cattle, shelled and cracked corn and more. Pick up your postage stamps while you're there too. Their breakfast menu is served fresh every morning starting at 5am, Monday through Friday and 7am on the weekends. They close at 9 nightly. They offer the best quality deli meat sliced fresh to order. The phone number is 606-965-7613. Adjacent to Whistle Stop is Livingstone Outreach, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that focuses on meeting the needs of the community by providing clothing, food, hygiene products, etc. They are continually working to help others through youth programs and community projects. If you want to donate, call them at 859-582-3445 or stop by on your way through. What's up, world? Danny, coming back at you again with another episode of What's Up, world. Uh, We've got another full house in the studio. One, two, three, four, five, six people, seven, including me. Uh, Was going to have a couple more, I believe, but they was busy cleaning up after the event they had tonight. So they're going to be on at a later time, possibly later in the week, maybe next week, but we'll be sure to get them on. Uh, I'm going to go around the room, if it's all right with y'all, and just introduce yourself and uh, where you're from and uh, the organization that you're a part of, because uh, this is a really big deal. Uh, y'all do a lot of good things from what I've heard of, and uh, we want to get the word out there about it. So, just we'll start with you.
1: Um, I'm Jessica Renner. I'm in long-term recovery. My sobriety date's 2-1-2015. Awesome. I am the executive director of Lake Cumberland Recovery. We have a female facility, a men's facility. Um, I have PHP, IOP, and sober living. Uh, I am the president of the so- uh, Lake Timberland Sober Living. Awesome. I'm opening up a facility in my hometown, which is Mount Vernon, Kentucky, called Promises of Grace. It should be opened around December or January. Um, I have a billing company called Grace Billing, and what we love to do is love people that doesn't love themselves. Awesome. So, if you're struggling with addiction mm-hmm. or a need treatment or just want to talk, <clears throat> we're all here. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah.
0: Great, great. All right.
2: Uh, my name is Nick Renner. I am uh, in recovery. My sobriety date is 9-15-2014. Uh, I just get to be a witness of what God is doing through these people's lives. You know, I'm I'm, I'm active in recovery. We have a meeting in Broadhead, we chair that. And uh, just share about how good God is, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, get to watch what he's doing in people's journeys. You know, I love seeing the light come on in people's eyes. Seeing the life come back in and what what God does is uh, truly amazing and I'm just grateful to be a part of it.
0: Awesome, sounds good.
3: I'm Brandon. Uh, I'm currently uh, Hope Center, my sobriety date is one twenty-two, twenty-three. 23 I got seven months sober. Um, I'm currently at the Hope Center. I'm a peer mentor, that's in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, this is part of my recovery family. Uh, what we do is we carry a message. Uh, we do recover. Uh, we all have past. It doesn't define us what we are is present reality. Uh, uh is is a great gratitude in, in action. Uh it's it's unique uh, what what we were doing, uh what happened and what we're doing now is our message. And we just try to bring, like they said, you know, bring bring light back to people is wh- what we go for. We it's one day at a time. We're in this together and it's, it's just, it's just a blessing every day what God can do for people. The, the way mm-hmm. I've seen God move in people's life, it, it, part of this circle was part of where my story began. Yeah. It took me to long term, and, I mean, this, this is just hope for anybody that wants it. These people, we uh, will do anything we can.
2: Awesome. Sounds good.
4: Thank you, Brian. Uh, my name is Andrew. I'm from a little spot called Irish Town, in Alexa, Kentucky. Uh, I am too a person that has recovered as much as I can from drugs and alcohol, um, but again getting to the root of the issue, which is me with a lot of little boy issues, a lot of uh, insecurities that I'm working on each and every day, and to continue uh, to, to be a light a vessel, like my man Nick said, no doubt about it, glory be to God. Uh, we're going to turn Jesus up, up in here, and if it defends you, then oh well. <laughs> 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 right, right. Right. Uh, let God in the win Call you sponsor. It, yeah.
0: Well, we've been known to offend people on this podcast before, so, yeah, right. <laughs> so that's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, you know, and
4: uh, just a you know a blessing and an honor. What a privilege to be here with you today. And uh, you know, I, again, I have, you know your circle is very important. We talk about that a lot in this process of uh, getting out of our own way because we were out there you know, a butt stinking, doing whatever it took to get dope, you know, mm-hmm. and there are kids where, you know, and we want to sit and complain when we get locked up about the jail food, but who's feeding our kids? Yeah. So these are the things in this process we get to look at, and at Lake Cumberland Recovery, it's a hand up, not a hand out. Uh, follow Jessica's lead uh, all the time. She's a go-getter. She's helped so many people in this process and, uh, you know, and taught me how to, how to you know, just be there. Mm-hmm. uh earlier and i know we're not getting in and everybody's gonna introduce herself but i had that 20 year old young lady call and uh, checked herself into a mental institution because she was hearing voices of, uh killing herself oh wow and uh just to uh you know to, to be able to be there and uh talk to her and tell her she does have worth, she does have value because see i had to be told that i'm worthy i had to be told that i had purpose uh again you know the, the, you know the, the bad choices that we made in the process but I'll let everybody
0: introduce yourself. Thanks for allowing me to. Uh, I'll soaking
5: now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. My name's Megan Stewart, um, and I'm also in recovery. Mm-hmm. My sobriety date is 10-26-14. Um, and I'm the director of the 16-bed women's facility for Lake Cumberland Recovery. And we just show up every day and help pour into people and tell them about how much God loves them. And tonight we actually got to—I got to come across one of our clients who just uh, celebrated a year sober in April, and she had both of her babies back with her. And, and that's what—those that, are the things that we show up here for every day.
2: Wow, that's, that's great. Good stuff.
5: My name is Bambi Adams. Um,
6: I am in recovery as well. Um, my sobriety date is uh, nine twenty-eight eighteen, and that's by the grace of God. I'm not confused. Uh, And if that offends anybody, just get with me later, we'll pray about it. Um, um, What I do for Lake Cumberland Recovery is I'm the intake coordinator, which what that means is I get to help people right then and there, and that's the way I look at it. Because when I needed help, I needed it right then and there. I didn't need need anybody to sugarcoat it and Mm. uh, put me on the back burner. So
7: That's
6: what Jess and Lake Cumberland Recovery has taught me, is to uh, lift people up, you know, We was beat down enough. I don't know if anybody's out there sick and suffering, but I know you're beat down. Uh, We need a hand up. We need people to lift us up. People say, oh, I I went to a treatment where they broke you down to build you up. Or today, today's time, we know what broke down is. We just try to build
0: up, and that's what it's
6: about. Mm -hmm. That's all.
0: One thing that I noticed right off the bat is that you've all are in recovery. Mm
7: -hmm.
0: So you've all been... Uh, dealt with addiction and stuff like that and i said this in a previous episode and i don't know if you've listened to it or not but i kind of i've never dealt with addiction i I, uh well uh i drank for a a quite a bit many years ago to in excess for quite a few years and it cost me a few times in jail uh, different charges and everything you know and stuff so in that aspect with alcohol you know, I've dealt with that issue. Uh, but I, like I was saying in a previous episode that we recorded, I feel like that the only type of person that can lead somebody to sobriety is somebody that has lived that life and came out of it. Would you all agree with That's that? Okay. Definitely agree.
4: That's agreeing.
6: what's really going to turn it around for them. because if you understand, then you can help them. That's deal. what
0: I said in the podcast. I mean, how can you help somebody deal with their problems when you don't know what well, you, it and entails
4: the reality, you know, just being able to relate to someone and that's what worked for me You know being locked up I was facing 10 years pfo one for being a $2 crack needle junkie And they would bring these meetings into the facility people with their precious priceless time taking time with their family to bring the solution in And that's when I was like, wow, you know something clicked. And I think we all can relate to that Hearing someone's testimony, hearing their story, mm. how they were in that self-made hell of addiction, alcoholism, yeah. you know, going to jail. You said you went to jail twice because you were drinking. That's not yeah, more, well, more you know. than twice. Right. Well, go. So that's you know, right. and, the other two times was for
0: something else. And, <laughs> uh, and there,
4: there's no statute of
7: limitations. You're
4: one of us. Talk about it, but yeah, yeah, you know, again, it, that's what works. You know, just uh, being able to relate. So yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. Well, and when you talk to someone that's coming off of heroin or Xanaxes or now alcohol, we can relate with we know exactly how they feel yeah. Yeah. in that very moment. Mm. The desperation, the using the bathroom on yourself, um, the going to any lengths to get it, mm. uh, yeah. the robbing, the stealing, uh, that we understand that.
3: Yeah. Army crawling to get your mom's purse while she's yeah. asleep. Yeah.
5: yeah. And there's something about that that gives you it's like those me toos, like like oh, it's not just me. You know, yeah. so that brings you comfort and then and then you're able to heal and grow. My
0: right bulb there. just shot my lamp. <laughs> I seen that the lights went out. Where were you at when the lights went out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: That's how God uh, uses our stories. In, the, in AA we have what we call the promises and one of the, one of the promises says we will not regret the passion nor was to shut the door on it. And that was one that always stuck with me every time we had that, every time I heard that reading read because of everything that I'd done in my past that I was so ashamed of that it really hurt me or hurt others or just you know make, make you want to jerk the wheel. As you're going down the road you know
7: yeah
2: and that's kind of like ptsd or whatever mm-hmm. but uh i really wanted that promise because i didn't want that hurting me you know and that's what we learn through recovery and, and doing our inventory and, and figuring learning about ourselves about why we do these things and all this and god ends up taking what all we've been through, he turns our mess into a message. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm so grateful that uh, I can stand up in front of 200 people and tell some of the stuff that I said I would take to my grave. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's how I turn their promises into a reality that uh, that's what God does, you know. He turns that around. He, he makes everything that I've been through turns it into something good for somebody else. hmm so I'm grateful for everything. That's what we were talking about on the way out there. I'm grateful for everything we've been through and everything that we've done because it's got me to where I am now, and it's got me for the gratitude of life that I have.
0: Today. Absolutely. You know, I'm
2: so grateful. I would have never have been here, you know, had I not been through everything that I've been through. Yeah. You know, I'd not be grateful for everything that I have today and not have the <coughs> happiness in life that I have. You know, I'm, I'm, I love, I'm loving life. Yeah. yeah. And it's all because of God. You know, God brought me to recovery.
7: Back yes, sir. Well, that's awesome. Gee. That's good stuff.
0: I don't know if you all are familiar. I've had a couple people on this podcast that have dealt with addiction and stuff like that. One of them, uh, his name was Caleb Brown. He was addicted to meth for many years. Uh, lost everything he had. Lived in the woods down in uh, Travis uh, here locally for a year straight in the woods. Lost everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's... Uh, mm-hmm more often than not i feel like there's a stigma that comes along with people that has dealt with addiction in any type of way uh caleb didn't didn't fall into that he had a good family a good upbringing uh the best of everything mm-hmm. you know but he just fell into that trap he tried it one time i believe he said and it was over from there and uh he like I said he lived lived in his truck I think for the first part of when he lost his home, I believe yeah, and then about right. and then his truck broke down and then he lived in the woods up under a tree, I think and uh, he's uh, two three years sober now. Yeah. He was on the podcast maybe a month ago got a good job, got a girlfriend uh, actually just got a new job at another place. Uh, got a brand new car. I think he said he, uh, when he got clean, he bought, his, bought himself a bed. It was the biggest thing in the world oh, for him yeah. to have a bed. Yeah. You appreciate you know? yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And then, um, uh, Michael Cox, I don't know if y'all are familiar yeah. with Michael Cox. Yeah, yeah. Michael Cox was on the podcast, and that dude, I've known him since uh, uh, my middle school, I believe middle school is when he moved here from Indiana, and uh. Uh, I known him at his worst yeah. and now at his best. And to see him come from what he was to what he is now, I, you'll have to listen to the episode to, to really get what I'm tr- what I'm saying. I hadn't seen Mike in probably ten, twelve years. Mm-hmm. And then there was a rally car uh, uh, event down here in McKee. and we was walking around the the uh, courthouse and I saw him there was a light shining off this dude. Yeah.
7: Mm -hmm.
0: There really was. And that's what we
6: get to do every day. It was
0: amazing. It looked, I mean, I knew it was Michael. He looked, I could tell it was Michael, but there was this whole vibe and uh, aura, I guess, if you will, surrounding him. He was a totally different person. He gave off just this positive vibe instead of a negative one that he did for so many years. And, uh, I think he's uh, two years clean. Mm -hmm. No, about
6: to be three. Oh, is is it? Saying today. Okay, okay. And
0: uh, like I say, I've known Michael the better half of my life, and always been a super good guy. But he fell into that trap too for so many years, and now luckily he's he's clean. Uh, Caleb's clean. There's a lot of people I've seen in the past year that's. Getting clean, and it's one of the greatest things I've seen in a long time. Yes. So it's awesome. The
6: new sexy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. Yes, Baby. He's got that shirt on. I like
1: <laughs> And the coolest thing is, um, you know, because I, I was homeless at one point, and the coolest thing is we get today to watch people come in mm-hmm. homeless with nothing, absolutely nothing left to their name, and regain life back into yeah life. yeah um, so we've created a program where um i have a work <coughs> program so you we take you to and from work when you get to that certain stage of the oh, program really? but the cool part about it is is watching broken people yeah. come back to life
0: come back to life is a, good, real. a really good way to put it too and that's it really exactly is what like, it is
1: and like with bambi i done her intake and i'll never forget the brokenness you know when she sat down in that chair <clears throat> And even though she felt brand new, I mean, it was just a whole of a person, mm-hmm. right? And it's cool because sometimes God allows you to watch the person all the way through. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't know, we plant seeds and we don't get to watch them grow, right? Yeah. And so it's really cool when you see God work, cause I've watched God bless Bambi like right in front of my eyes. So with myself, I, I can see the blessings, but it's not so bright to me. Mm -hmm. So I always have to look at somebody else because it's like everything, you know, I remember getting my kids back. But when I watched Bambi, it was just like the picture played out in front of me, that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, So that's the coolest part because we're a pretty tight-knit support group. And the fellowship's a big deal in this program because all of us, most of us around this table talk to each other every day. Mm Yeah. Um, we check on each other I mean it's a good bad and ugly we don't sugar coat shit yeah. <laughs> like yeah. um, if you know no matter what's going on in our life we talk about it yeah um, but that's a blessing you place have you. to yeah. right we, yeah. don't, we don't get caught up like especially
4: us as males you know with the male pride just be real about what's going on because we stuff that and there's no you know if you conceal it you can't heal it yeah and just opening up and being real right yeah and it's, it's just amazing you know again it's the whole God concept I don't care what you believe in, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, something greater than yourself, but me and Nick, and I think the rest of us are confused, you know what I mean? We, we, it's, you know, it's just real, you know? Yeah. and we we like to get into the original literature and I'll be quiet, you because it talks about in my which has to say in your circle. What kind of circle do you have? Mm-hmm. You know, what kind, who are you running with like the wind do? Show me your your friends, I'll show you your future, right? Yeah. And we're all on that narrow path with abundant blessings and to lift each other up and, and be each other's strength when we have none and, and you know, and again, be blunt and hold accountable. If I'm acting out, we'll Tell me about myself. Mm-hmm. You know, don't sugarcoat it because that ain't going to help me. Mm-mm. And we realized that today was about being offended. even though you might get a little mad at first. You'll jump back and go, oh, shit, they're is mm-hmm. trying to help me. Yeah. Get off me, devil. Here we come, baby. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Well, too, you know, you got to realize, I mean, like, we got some sobriety time, but we didn't know how to raise our kids. Mm-hmm. Right? We got our kids back. Yeah. But yet, we didn't know how to parent. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So when social services says, here's your kids, yeah. they don't give you a manual that says, Hey. This is what you do. So that's what the the big thing about a fellowship is, because uh, <laughs> I'm ha- on the phone, Yeah. Yeah, we literally, you know, because we don't know, you know. We can't choke out kids today, mm-hmm. right? It's frowned upon.
0: yeah, You can. So, but, <laughs> <laughs> just not in front of it. Everybody. <laughs> Dude, so, people there will be consequences.
1: And most people don't want to experience. They don't want to talk about the real shit that goes on in our head when our kids are sitting there um, testing their last Every nerve day. we have. Yeah, yeah. Um, and here, you know, we've not been a parent, uh-huh. and <laughs> day three.
0: Now, yeah. have all y'all got kids. Yeah. 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 Did I did have y'all dealt with having lost them and got got Absolutely. them back?
1: Yeah. 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 God, I
0: can't even imagine. You know, social
1: Crazy. services said they would. I would never get my kids back. Really? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, but God. You yeah. showed them. I yeah. showed them, and then actually, God ended up giving me and Nick. let um, Four chills. kids. That's, that's true. So um, that's the cool thing. Like we we've raised more than our kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah,
4: so, it, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: It's a blessing.
4: Go ahead. Yeah, you know, just it, it is so real because I, I, I've been locked up with two of my four sons because I'm a leader. You know, I led them to the penitentiary. I'm using dope with them when they were younger. Why do my father loved me? And when I did pick them up, they think they're going to get ice cream, but actually, I'm taking them shoplifting to steal things that didn't sell things to take them to pick up dope with me. And as they got older, they followed my footsteps and actually locked up with the. Uh, my granddaughters were rescued by CPS uh, because they've actually rescued, you know. And again, the, this whole recovery thing, dude, ain't no joke. Because my granddaughter, at four years old, crying, kicking, and screaming, looking at me like, "Papa, save me!" Well, hell, I couldn't even save myself. I'm a dope fiend junkie, you know. Mom's obsessed over dope, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's all I could think about, all I could do. And the normal mm-hmm. folk would, "Oh, wow, you know, can't you just stop?" Well, it, it's it's a lot tougher than that. the mental obsession, you know, just feeding over it and. Uh, but you know, being locked up with my kids, God has blessed me, man. Uh, we have a non profit called Blameless Children, mm-hmm. uh, it's been running for uh seven years now. Nick and, and Renner and Baby can contest with it. It's we, amazing, it's there was 1500 people there. These kids get up there and share, they These get kids. a voice, they get, yeah, yeah. Uh, the kids a girl. that's awesome, yeah. A little sure. girl, you know, 11 years old, I, Isaiah, talking about. You know, his father, man, you know, the, the trials and tribulations and, and, and things. that, because we cause this pain, we cause this trauma. One little girl was talking about clinging onto a casket of her mother that yeah. she didn't even know anymore. And all she had to remember was pictures she's not even in. And with, with, with Isaiah, can we share that? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, have to go up, go to the funeral home, pick out a casket for his father. He's 11 years old, too. Wow. I mean, are you serious? The trauma we get, and we get to do this today. Here's what we get to do: we, we get to, you know, make things right, right? We we get to work on us and 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 God restores these relationships in our life. I mean, my granddaughters were adopted by the state, but today, and she was four; she's 14 now. And I took her daddy's shop, and now I, get, I took her to buy her school shoes and she wanted them big two, $300 ones. But I could do that today because of this whole process. Yeah. Man, yeah. You know, those are the real, this is real, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is. Oh,
3: so get to I have just, our kids. I just want to brag on it, I love it. Being the youngest one in recovery, I can look around this table and Jessica, you spoke life into me when I was dead. These people, these two here, have, have I call them within an hour i'm sitting in a rehab somewhere and i run off even said look if you run off this time you're going to jail run off again went to jail (laughs) nick here i've known him forever you know it's it's like the man's never give up on me you know and like we was i've known him for 20 years we've partied we've done this and that but now to look at him today you'd never know it right yeah this guy man he's amazing he's done amazing things come up there where i was at and inspired 120 guys You know what I mean? Was one of the best people that spoke. Yeah. I look at Megan here, man. She took me to court, right? I got so sick in court that I was was getting ready to puke. She doesn't know it, but I was high, right? Oh, yeah? I was on fentanyl fixing the OD in the courtroom. She was totally cool about it, like... You know, go get you some water. And I even missed the judge called me, had to wait. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if Bambi remembers it, but when I called, I called crying, like, look, I need some help. I do. She cried with me. You know what I'm saying? And wow. That's what these people do. And <laughs> I know these these personally, they know, you know, we was in the madness together. And to sit here today, you know, it's the power of what God can do. Yeah. These people have changed their life and they're changing the lives of people around them. And why wouldn't I want to be a part of it? Yeah. About what's going on in this group of people, man. Personally, in my own personal recovery, if it wasn't for these people in this room, I wouldn't be here today. Uh And that's the message. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm. Cumberland Recovery saved my life. These people personally saved my life. And that's what this is about to me. I get the opportunity to to give back. You know what I mean? And that's why I wake up in the morning. When I wake up in the morning, I didn't have to put one in me and I've got these people that love me. That if I am going through something, I can call and say, "Hey, Bambi," she'll cry with me. <laughs> if I if I mess up, she takes me to court. If I call them to come get me and, and and wait on the railroad tracks and run off, they ain't mad at me. I call them again, they do it again. But today I'm here and I'm sober, and it's because <clears> of the people in this room. And that's a powerful thing that captivates people like me because I'm probably one of the most stubborn people in this room, you know what I mean? And these people love me back to life and that's what Lake Cumberland Recovery does.
7: Yeah.
6: That's what's it's a it's people believing in you. I never had anybody believe in me. I had my mamma believe in me, right? She was the one that believed in me. You mm-hmm. ever had anybody believe in you just so hardly. Oh yeah. That was my mama. Yeah. Well, after she passed away, you know what I mean? I was just, you know? But then I got sober, like in the hospital bed and Jessica Renner, she just looked at me and said, I believe in you. Yeah. And I was like, I was floored. Because, honest, you know how you can feel when somebody's telling you the truth? Oh, yeah. She
0: did yeah. same thing feel it. She
6: believed in me, <laughs> and I believed her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And she had no reason to believe in me. And that's where this comes from. You look at somebody and you say, look, I believe in you, yeah. irregardless of what you've done in your past. And you believe in them and yeah. you give them that hope because that's what it does it fills you up you feel strong you feel brave you feel encouraged i can do this and you can do this right and that's and what believing in you does. the
1: coolest part is is we're like we don't just say that no we mean it's, it give me your hand it's real i will do it with you we're right and i'll never By. forget her mom was sick dying yeah and uh I was sponsoring her, I don't know how how many years you have sober at that time, a year, maybe. Her mom looked at me and we were standing in her apartment. She was still in treatment. Her mom said, are you gonna sponsor her forever? Are you gonna be in her life, the rest of her life? And I looked at her mom without a shadow of a doubt and I was like, absolutely. And when I walked out of there, I thought, man, I just made a promise to this girl's mother, right? That I'm gonna be in her life, no matter what. (laughs) For The rest of her life, and which there's not a shadow of it out unless I get t- taken out on a, a car wreck on the phone or flying.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but that's the blessing of this program. We get to walk with not only us but others, and we get to show our kids because now our kids come home, yeah. And like we make recovery is a well known thing at our house, yeah, they know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't drug test my kids. It's like a parole office. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I see you slipping. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. But they, you know, they'll come home and be like, so and so's uh, got in trouble for marijuana. And that's the thing. Like, if we don't start doing things in these schools, like, our kids mm-hmm. are going down, there's gas station drugs people don't even know yes. about. Yeah. And, like, yeah. you can't, there's only. Te- certain tests that test for certain things. Oh, yeah. So it's not even... Known So there is parents out here right now with their kids using gas station drugs that they have no idea it's gas station heroin, gas station meth. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it's, real. It's, it's serious. And that's why they, we've got to start getting in our schools, educate, educate, educate. We've got to bring drug testing in our schools. If you don't want to oh, lose absolutely. the whole ger- generation mm-hmm. and this whole my kid will never do it, poor huh. shit.
0: I believe that that is huge right there. If you are, <laughs> are of the mindset that it can't happen here, you're an idiot. Yes,
1: absolutely. If
0: you are of the mindset that my child wouldn't get drug into this, you're a fool.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't care uh, how good you raised your child, I don't care how good your home life is. Come on, teach. It mm-hmm. will absolutely take right. them under. It will. No matter what. It it do, drugs ahead. and addiction does not discriminate. It does not
4: right? discriminate.
0: Yeah. I believe uh, drug testing should be in school. Elementary school. I I mean, mean, why not? Call me crazy, but whatever.
6: We're here. Yeah. And we'll take a
4: break.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll take a little break. All right, we're back. Had to take a little little break there, but we're going to get right back into things. Mm -hmm. Uh, One thing I want to mention is that you're all's constant... uh, gratefulness to god
7: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i think almost in every sentence that you all said god is in those <laughs> sentences somewhere you know and i am a firm believer in god i'm to be as religious as i can and stuff like that nobody's perfect no mm-hmm. i'm far from it god knows that that god knows that but uh uh i think it's refreshing and awesome that you all have, always give god the credit and and uh and thank Him for everything that you've been through and overcome, so that's awesome.
1: Indeed. That's well, and two, when you are raised in a, like I was raised in a Pentecostal background, right? Mm-hmm. So they always preach how hot hell was.
4: Oh yeah. So yeah. I
1: was really scared of God um, for many years. <clears throat> I thought that He was a mean God, right? Yeah. So when I got sober, they told me I had to get my own conception of God, and, and God is love, so I'm far from perfect. Yeah. Um, i cuss i I mean you know i'm far from perfect uh but god has blessed me besides all that right Mm -hmm. and um god knows my heart he knows my true intentions he knows uh, i made a vow to him that i was going to serve people the rest of my life every day i was going to help somebody and that's what i've continued to do Mm -hmm. um so i think a lot of times we get misconstrued about god and the love that God is. And it's just, it's just God is love and it's simple. And so that's why I think it's really cool because you'll meet a lot of addicts tattooed up. And that's why we started a shirt store, one of that, that shirt. And uh, my boss named it Sketchy Christians. And a lot of people's asked, like, why? Well, what's with Sketchy Christians? Yeah. Well, you look at Andrew or you look at us with tattoos and we're talking about God and people's like, well, that's Sketchy Christian right there. Yeah, yeah. And so it's pretty cool I
0: love it. What people don't realize is that everybody has a story to tell. Yeah, you know I looked at I get looked at very weird out in public. I've had people accuse me of being white supremacist, a uh, white supremacist oh, yeah. and uh, uh, a well. uh, former inmate and stuff and uh, I mean people have told me I look more like an inmate than, than somebody that just works at a prison. Mm-hmm. you know I've had little old ladies clutch their purses when I walk by yeah. and stuff like that but yeah, they really don't know. Them. I, I, that's what people say, and but people don't realize that. Uh, I hid more my money in my so-
3: shoe when I seen you. Do what? I hid my money in my shoe. When oh I yeah. You. <laughs> you
0: don't know oh, which one to though. No, I don't know. <laughs> but you've only got two shoes.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Please don't hurt me. <laughs> but uh, I think it's important to for people to when you come up on somebody that's got tattoos or may look. Uh, kind of scary in my own personal experience those are some of the best people i've ever i've ever met right.
3: definitely in our in yeah. our field you know that's that's family you know i mean like if yeah. you ain't got tattoos i'm probably not gonna talk to you bro
7: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i know when i've always well, i've been getting tattooed for years i've got them all over me i've actually got another appointment coming up the 26th i think uh it's, it's it's really fun walking into a tattoo parlor, the smell of that green soap and then that rock and roll yeah. music playing and stuff. It's a whole vibe, and I love it. Then there are always really awesome people in there. So give us a chance, people.
6: You're
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Quit judging me. Yeah.
6: Yeah. I couldn't, for the life of me, ever, not one time, thank God for what he's done for me. Yeah. I can't imagine just going out here in my sobriety life and just being like, well, I'll do it. And not saying who did it for me.
0: Oh, yeah. That's right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I
6: feel like that's what I got to do. I just got to tell people what God did for me because He did.
0: Do you feel like that empowers your sobriety oh, to acknowledge not, where? Yeah. The I feel power amazing. To. I feel yeah. brand
6: new, like for real. Yeah. Like uh, when I overdosed and I, I got woke up in the hospital, mm-hmm. dude i just could never express to people i try my best to explain it to people but i felt brand new yeah and i know that it was god i know it was i had tubes coming out of me i was black and blue i had my tooth knocked out you know what i mean but i knew that i was going to do something different with my life i yeah. felt like a whole nother right that instant you it. immediately
0: That's i was on nice. fire
6: i was on fire and i swear i ain't stopped since now you ain't been right left and right i Was in you know, but I knew that I wasn't afraid anymore, and I knew that God had me. Ain't that the best feeling in the whole wide world? is to know that God has
7: you.
0: Yeah, you can do anything. That's awesome. That's got that's that's a great feeling. Yeah, that's a great feeling. I don't I don't uh, I don't know of any other better feeling. I
6: don't either, man. I've been ironed.
0: You know what I mean? Not
5: none of that. I've been ironed. Yeah, I was about to say, I was, and we want other people to get to feel that. that makes me
2: feel weird when somebody's like, Man, Nick, I'm so proud of you. I see what you've done. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what yeah. don't yeah. you do? And I After my own devices, I'm going to jail or death. Yeah.
4: yeah. Show you and what Nick can do. <laughs>
7: it wasn't <laughs> <amazing>. me. <Yeah. laughs> right.
4: And it was not like, Nick's right. Like so many times, you know, in different fellowships, you have your NA, your AA, you know, and. Uh, CA and, and things like that, but you know the original literature if you go to what dr. Beals, I mean, no, no Is it dr. Uh, Bills? Bill W's house yeah. in uh, Akron, Ohio There's Bibles everywhere the, the original literature and for me and a lot, of, a lot of people that come from where we come from that self-made hell the forgiveness piece right uh, forgiveness of self, you know, and you can get right in the original literature and find that, you know, 2 Corinthians five seventeen. 17. All things are passed away, all things are made new. Do you believe or are you a believer? You know, if I'm in God, he is in me and we will prosper in that, in that aspect. You know, and again, the peace, you know, the peace that we're looking for because we're happy. You see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's we're, very, we're just, very
0: obvious. It's just very amazing. happy people. And
4: it's not about the material things yeah. by no means, and those are all blessings indeed. But our blessings, their mother and father. They got some children, got their kids back, bro. Yeah. Being positive in their lives. You know, Look, I get to pick my granddaughters sense. up and take them shopping where I took their daddy's shoplifting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and it's all God. There's no doubt about it. It's God, you know, and staying in that, that peace, and you're supposed to be bold in that and because we are you know we're we're like today we're vessels we're servants we're disciples of jesus and that's basically where it goes you know
0: y'all are shining a big light here uh today because i've 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 had chills about this whole time sitting here there's a real strong energy coming off of every one of you when i when i saw you coming down the hill to park i came out the basement and here's like all these people coming oh, toward dude. me, and they're like, "Hey, you know, all this." They're he introducing me, myself, theirself, and uh, shaking my hand. They're like, yeah. hey, "This is, this is awesome." Yeah. You know, right here. Well, to be honest, amazing. a lot of energy yeah. and stuff. You
6: can feel it when you, you can feel it on people. It it's
0: the same a lot feeling I felt when I met when I saw Michael yeah. down there in McKee the other day. Yeah. And, it's you like know, his
4: background, and, and for you to invite us up is a blessing yes, to us because, Absolutely, because yeah. of our past scratches, because yeah. of our bad choices. We've been locked up, each and every one of us, mm-hmm. you know, made bad choices. But that wasn't who we are, right? And that's why right. we praise God, you know, because, they boy, can us, you know, uh, his grace and mercy, you yeah. here yeah. we sat. So many that's of sad. us have died, man. This ain't no joke. And, and I'll shut up after this, but in 2017, there were 78,000 Americans died, and my 27-year-old daughter was one of them. And I had to, you know, I had to feel that, you know. Uh, but people were there for me, to hold me, to lift me up. And I kept it real, crying and being my strength when I had none. And in 2020, you know, in 2022, 108,000. they say the numbers have decreased, but they've grown since 2017. That's why we are bold and we recover out loud, but yeah. so others don't die in silence. And it is a beautiful thing, like Jess said, to get to witness her. Mm-hmm. death on a, so you're dead look here huh that's on a soda cracker and to see where she's at today and get to get to play a part in each other's lives man it's huge it's huge
1: it's cool to just watch uh, when people get out of treatment get their jo- a job you know what I mean getting their license or their ID and, and, and a normal person takes stuff for granted mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. so Jeez. many things for granted mm-hmm. um, food I remember being hungry I, rem- I remember eating out of a jelly Absolutely. pack, and I don't even really like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dumpsters. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's why I think that addicts are so cool is because, like, we are very grateful for the mo- <clears throat> the littlest things. Um, mm-hmm. I still get in my bed every night, and I've had a bed for a long time now. But when I get in on my mattress, I always, like, oh, thank you, God, for this. You know what I mean? Like, thank yeah. you. Because I know how easy it can be taken away. Absolutely. Yeah. And we work with people every day. Sometimes they come in with no shoes on. Yeah. They have, no, wow. they have no clothes. Yeah, they Ain't, bought me they shoes and socks. Really? Yeah. They
2: did, yeah,
0: absolutely. Man.
2: I had
1: nothing.
0: Yeah. That's something else. Yeah. That's, that's, God, y'all are uh, blessing people. You really are.
3: And Jessica said it earlier at an event we came from, you know, she was like, God, okay, he don't just take anybody, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he will. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. He Power of yeah. Jesus yeah. is, is, is he doesn't discriminate either, but. When you take somebody that's so imperfect, so broken, and so weak, right, and you mold them into this new creation, this new image, and you set them out and display them to the world, yeah. and they are this is what God done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is what God does in our lives, and we, you know, it's it's we see it all the time. Mm-hmm. But you take the Apostle Paul, you, you know, he was out there killing Christians, you know, he and and, and he kept messing up all through the Bible he denied Christ three times but every time you know he got back up and that's what addicts do and we get up we don't quit you know the ones that have made it have a story to tell and that Mm -hmm. message is powerful and that message is Jesus
6: you have to walk through hell to help heal the burned
0: that's right and that's 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 good that's a good way to put it
1: you just have to and and that's what it is every day because i mean it's a spiritual or war, warfare we work in the mixed of when you work inside of a facility and one of our facilities is 60 beds
7: mm-hmm.
1: so imagine all the stuff all the trauma everybody's going through i mean some's puking <coughs> shitting on themselves, um the chaos in our mind mm-hmm. so it, it's psychosis uh seeing things that's not there and we watch them come in so broken. So it's spiritual warfare. I mean, it's Absolutely. it's a it's a battle every day that we we walk into every day, and we just get to pour into them every single day, yeah. and it's super cool. Um, you know, statistics out of a hundred people, only ten people make it. But yeah, I, I always try to tell people, don't be a statistic uh, because you've yeah. already beat beat the odds. Mm-hmm. Like Cumberland yeah. Recovery has an
6: eighty percent success rate. Really? Yes. And wow. that's because we look we don't just start you out right we don't just start you out we have a, another process we give you baby steps right because that's what we need we need to learn how to live our lives right because we didn't have that right right. so you get to do the residential and then you do the php and then we're going to give you just a little bit more we're going to allow you get a you know an opportunity to work in the community and we're going to take you to and so from a job
0: a gradual yeah rebirth because that's what you need your life. right
6: and then not only that because we're going to be there for you when you succeed like we want to watch you we want to help you we want to hear about the blessings too
0: so you're building pretty much from the ground up lifelong friendships and experiences with these people
1: I've always (coughs) dreamed of a recovery community and it's pretty much what it is because I don't we don't have a limit right Mm -hmm. so when when people come and say how long do i stay well however long it takes a guy finally flew the other day he was there too in something years yeah. he finally wow. got his own place so
0: now don't get me wrong correct me if i'm wrong but don't most centers have a limit on a yeah oh yeah, yeah. so you all don't
1: mm. no we've got a uh and, and the owners there That's good. Uh, todd and mike That's good. the owners are freaking amazing man mm-hmm. they keep buying houses we just bought a motel um for php and sober living it's an in-ground pool all year round a gym so that's for my wow. second third level of wow, uh, awesome. treatment for men um, we have women houses so but we step them down so once you get into just sober living after you complete the program you're still monitored you're still drug tested but you, it's basically still, just count accountability so yeah. you can have that until you around. feel that you can fly on your yeah. own right yeah so and you build you a sober network.
0: That's pretty. That's, that makes a lot of sense because of, uh, the reason why I brought up the, whether or not most sober living places have a, a limit on what, on how long somebody can work there or live or live there in rehab, so let's say it's three months. Yeah. Not everybody's going to no, get You can't get, put a limit on get somebody's well past, past trauma. You can't put a
6: limit on somebody's Yeah, you can't put a trauma. time
7: limit on
0: that. You don't
6: know
1: what they've been well, through. Yeah. And some people's like, well, you can stay in this sober living for six months. Well, what's the point in you going and getting a job, and then you're going to have to relocate again? Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know what I mean? So that's the cool part about this. Because if you want something, if you are out there and you don't have anything, Right we'll take you with no insurance, we'll yeah. help you sign up on insurance. A lot of places won't do that. because uh, you lose a lot of money we'll that pick way. Yeah, back all over we'll the state. Pick we pick up all over. Uh we will come to your house and get you, we will come to the woods. Uh, yeah, just come out behind just the Tell laundry. me what color shirt you got on. I have wow. smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Wave your hand or something, it's um, real though. <laughs> yeah, but we really are there fighting with you. Um, you know, the CEO of the company, most CEOs you don't see, he comes in every day and does group seven days a week with the men. Wow. Um, like, we are very active there.
0: Now, how many locations are there? We have right now?
1: a women's center, we have a men's center, we have a PHP and IOP. I'm opening a center in Mount Vernon. Oh. I have another center, we've not decided what to do with it yet. Um but yeah, I mean like we're we're growing. That's awesome. And the best part about it, bab, yeah, is God is all over Mm -hmm. it. You
0: walk
6: in the
1: door, son, I swear you can feel it. Your arm hair stick up. You're Mm -hmm. just like and listen, we take people that don't even like Jesus, and it's going and to down. You are like, I like, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. watch them, watch them. They, you can be like, it's fine. Man. Well,
0: that's that's part of being a light to people. You know, when you get on a uh, when you get addicted to God, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we took everybody's going to want some of that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they we, want that. the good stuff. <laughs> we, took we took the
7: atheist. The real good stuff. We took <laughs> the atheist. Figured agree with
1: We took the atheist and he was adamant i don't and we're like we don't care bud just yeah you know we love you anyways you don't have to uh and he played the harmonica and one day i was coming through and he's like miss jessica i'd really like to have a harmonica." and i sit down with on amazon i was like looking them up i was like which one you want i'll have it shipped here and i ordered him one but it was like when it come in like it's like a week later. He was in church playing that harmonica. Mm, wow. So this atheist <laughs> that don't believe in God yeah. is sitting in church playing a harmonica. Got him. <laughs> got him. And then. You have totally
0: got my sense of humor, man.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Same sense of humor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was so cool. And before he left, he he went and bought me a jacket. I still have it in my office. But uh, oh, that's a cool story. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Now these houses, I mean, I'm I'm assuming they're fully equipped houses. Oh, they yeah. live, <laughs>
1: sleep, the okay. <laughs> wash their
0: clothes, and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen,
1: one of them has an out an in-ground pool mm-hmm. outside of it. Yeah. So all these houses are like. And personally, I go in. Megan and babies help me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put these houses together. Yeah. Right? yeah. So they have the motel has brand new Gap Gap comforters, brand yeah. new Gap comforters wow. on each bed. Yeah. All brand new sheets, pillows. Uh, you have everything. All you need, you listen. It, it, we be care. Yeah. We now, don't Do you care get like naked.
0: donations from people no. or? Is, no. Really. Don't.
1: Sometimes we get
6: donations Since from like for clothes and stuff like that for the community because yeah. they okay. want to help them. But that's not, but we, they don't help us. We don't rely on it because you know what I mean. Right, right. We just can't do that. You just
1: kill it. You got to
3: understand God's got unlimited resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true.
7: That's well, true.
1: If you do the right thing, just like this shirt store, so it caught, we were, um, I take a lot of people with bad charges and a lot of people get looked over in this world, mm-hmm. right? And that's why, how come I asked my bosses, I was like, hey, let's start a shirt store. Mm -hmm. And they're like, why? And um, I was like, well, people get looked over. You know, we had a dude with a murder charge that people didn't want to hire. Mm -hmm. And so we're fixing to blow it up. We have all the equipment. Um, My store's live. I haven't added the shirts on there yet. Um, But I want to help people that, like, severely stutter or that's got these murder charges, that can't find a job. Like, I can employ to make shirts, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So they can be ready to That's awesome. So, because then if you go in and you're like, hey, I've had this job for two years, somebody else may believe in them,
0: right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Is it a website?
1: Uh, we do have, it's it's live. I've not added any shirts on there. We've been selling shirts. I mean, we've been making them. But I am, it's called Sketchy Christians i will be adding some shirts yeah uh i don't know which ones i want to add yet because we have so many there's this one i love
6: the most it says ain't no snitch but jesus did it (laughs) that's
0: pretty good this is my favorite that's pretty good
3: sober is is the new sexy yeah and on the back it says sketchy christians
0: Uh, yeah i like that i have a bunch of shirts that say kind of off color things yeah.
7: <laughs>
1: and yeah. funny
0: little phrases so I totally get that. That's pretty funny. I like that.
7: We <laughs> bought one of uh,
1: Nick's cousin. He works for us and um, it was his celebration his sobriety and I found this shirt that says touch my beard and tell me I'm pretty. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he, he wears it around. He loves that beard. Yeah.
7: yeah.
0: <laughs> so he wears a
7: shirt all the yeah. time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have a shirt
2: underneath his care bear.
0: I have a shirt every time I wear it around my mom she laughs and I wore it a lot during when uh, COVID was a thing and it said, after this is all over, I still want some of you to stay away from me.
7: <laughs> I
1: like that. I like that. That's good. After yeah. the vid, so it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty. I and the cool thing funny. is, even with the COVID, we didn't shut down, man. We kept, we kept rolling, and that. that well, if there like is
0: anything <laughs> that is, uh, what what they call it. Uh, Necessity or, uh, you know, exempt right, from right. shutting down, yes. it would be those types of yes. places, yes, yeah.
4: You know, yeah. you Space
0: gotta keep those places like that open,
4: yeah. During yeah. that time, you'd have people that weren't even, uh, didn't know they, they suffered from alcoholism or drug addiction. That fell into it. Mm-hmm. Well, we had, so many, oh, yeah. we had yeah. so many isolation. Oh We had so many overdoses with that money coming in. A lot of people.
1: Oh, Dan. It was so, all yeah. when they were giving the stimulus checks. Uh huh. So we, I talked to a corner, and he, you know, they would find you just where they got their stimulus check. You know, they'd give out those twelve hundred dollar payments. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't
7: know
4: the government. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And, and back wow. to that gas station, you know, the, with the gas station, you'll take somebody that's so-called normal person, and they're looking for, you know, an energy drink or something. Like you mm-hmm. talked yeah, about the so gas station stuff. What well, was the one thing. It was like taking a, a third, per 30 to the dome, you know, and you're, you're not – you're right, and you take that. Next thing you know, you're back buying three or four bottles a day, and you're hooked. You know? We actually
1: got the governor to—he ban it from. I mean, it's still in some stores, but tell on him guys. If you're out there and you see Zaw Zaw in the gas station, yip, yip, yip. call the police. Not a fan of cr- crazy either. It's Z-A-Z-A Zaza, Zaza. Zaza. Mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. and blue rise is like gas station math it will twist you up like a pretzel and it's yeah, yeah it's deceiving because it comes in like a little water. A like a five energy drink right. Right. And, and,
5: and
4: right and and you think you're going man. in to get no, you know these, shit, kids,
1: these yeah. kids have no idea and <clears throat> they're getting dependent on it <clears throat> like it's very addictive next
4: thing that
0: is going. insane
4: well and there's uh one case, the guy you know committed suicide from that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. thought they were after him, it was worse than you know the well, bathroom, you know. Yeah, yeah, this kitty that was at the event
1: tonight, he yeah. was he was shooting up, yeah. He was that's how, how he relapsed, he had
6: been sober for such a amount of time, and then he started doing the gas station dope, and yeah. he started getting dependent and withdrawing.
0: See, now this whole term here, gas station meth, and what y'all are saying is blowing my mind i've it's never heard the term it is before in
1: there oh yeah it's it's so, a thing for a while
0: is it's, this the type of the little, down the street the shell yeah like that view out here
5: shell
4: just
0: right off the
5: counter yes, yes. absolutely yes. And they'll have it in the case. You'll see the kratom and zon And it's real
4: colorful, so the kids are attracted yeah, it to it. Yeah, Like
5: yeah.
0: the smoke shops, you see all the vapes and stuff. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah.
4: And
1: listen, that that uh, THC, we had experience wow. with that. That's scary. The, yeah, the, the vapes, mm-hmm. um, that will cause kids to seize out. Yep. Now, we had
0: an instance of that uh, back last summer, whenever school went out this last time. Yeah something happened to a child on the bus on the on the school bus mm-hmm. where they started having seizures or something other like that mm-hmm. and it they attributed attributed it to a vape yes yeah.
1: absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely and, and delta 8 Delta A. yeah I've heard was, yeah I know
4: sure what that's enough. about that's
1: yeah. crazy
0: uh, uh yeah that's uh, that's really scary i had never heard of the of that before i mean i knew they weren't good for you but i didn't know it was to that extent yeah.
5: Yeah,
0: so if you're gonna, if you're gonna drink energy drinks, just stick to the ones
5: that... I'm, I'm bad for energy drinks. I like, Monsters, I mean, yeah, but those ones, there's
6: these ones just around the corner, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, by the, by the little gas station man. Yeah. Over here on the shelf, right here, yeah. you know what I mean? And those are the ones, cause they've got them closer to them why so they can watch people get them, because they know if they can get you on it, then that's where you're at.
0: Wow. Wow. It's
6: like
0: any type of it's like they're the plug yeah. yeah that's nuts it is nuts. Yeah. that's how they're getting our children
6: absolutely yeah. and they're starting that yeah. young
0: you want to take a break oh yeah
4: we can take no, another break they? Right right? yeah, i'm gonna go smoke but I'll, I'll make sure i
0: with my get my butt up and put it in this car <laughs> <laughs> well we can take a break or we can keep rolling whatever no, you want okay we'll keep going <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the, that's really scary stuff. I I had never heard of that before. You know, obviously, like I said, I knew that it was bad for you and everything, but you got man. this
3: man-made stuff up there where I'm at. You know, they like, they they mix it in the oil for the vape juice, and then put it in the put it in the vapes, and then that be just sitting outside in the smoker smoking, and then they can, you know have somebody seize out. Yeah, it doesn't even show up on a regular drug test. No, like, it won't even show up time. on a drug test. Yeah, We're having a really hard time because I mean, we've got people falling out left and right. The ambulance will be up there three four times a day, yeah. And you're in a you know, a, a recovery setting that people's trying to get sober, you got these people sneaking it in, and it's like you can't catch them with it. So, we have no choice but to completely cut the vapes out of the building. We hate to do that, you know what I mean? But it's like, what do you do? Yeah, you know, it doesn't show up on the drug test, it's undetectable, and it's dangerous. Mm-hmm and it's like they're just as fast as, as you can come up with solutions they're coming up with problems you know, yeah. know? it's just it's amazing
0: that's crazy stuff I, I had no idea about that it's, yeah, it's unbelievable
5: it's not getting any easier out there it's just it's getting harder yeah
1: well and that's the thing because on a on a regular drug test you can test for certain things and these gas station drugs is so new um, there is a test for Zoll's all now, but it took us a year to get that make. I mean, you know, when you talk to a lab, they have to work it with their scientists and they have to do all this yeah. stuff. Um, But that's why I'm so at like we need to be in these schools testing these kids. Mm-hmm. Like they we, need
0: to listen to you all.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, they want. the one problem
0: thing. They already we
6: do go speak it. Do uh, now, you know. I'm um, so I we went to this one one time and I just never forget this little girl looked at me and she said her best friend had just hit a vape pen and she was like 11 and died from an overdose because it was fentanyl in that vape
7: pen. Oh
0: God, that fentanyl's oh, wow. bad. You need,
6: know, you know what I mean? Fentanyl mm. is killing everybody.
0: Yeah, you know? it's 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 real big in the prison system right now too. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's it's, it's rough stuff. You killed me twice. I mean,
6: it's,
3: yeah, I did me. I didn't you even realize
0: that's
7: sometimes. what I was doing. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. was just out. But. Oh, I realized well, they put it
3: in
6: anything. Doing. That's
0: what I was putting in everything and yeah. everything. God Almighty! Oh, well, uh, now you said that you was part of getting that taken off the shelves since... And we were was, yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. That's an an amazing achievement right there.
1: Well, it's it's pretty cool, but like I wanted him to just ban all gas station stuff. You know, yeah, that's yeah. how I work, but. There's a whole process, so yep. I guess you have to band one at a time. Oh, yeah. But um, I'm working on the Blue Rise now. And what okay. they'll do, though, is you can get one thing banned and then they just change one chemical in it. Yeah. And yes. they can put it right back on. So Rebrand it, it and put call, it back out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Call it Mountain Dew number four. Yeah. You
0: know? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah.
1: That's why you always just
6: have to have a voice and keep saying it and keep saying it and keep showing it up. Yeah, keep yeah. It. Yeah, keep, and, but
5: you know, in God, God on their there, there is a solution. God is bigger than all of that. People. Oh, yeah, know, but absolutely. Show,
3: so good good people of the United States of America and all over the world, don't worry, we will not rest.
6: <laughs> <laughs> we will not sleep.
1: <laughs> just just gone.
3: Your children are in capable hands.
1: <laughs> well, and that's what we need to do, guys. Like, I get so frustrated at the school system. You know, oh. it's, like, it's like Fort Knox. <laughs> Yeah,
3: that sounded funny, about... but I was being serious.
6: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, we oh, no. just, I know, but you just came in with these, like, good people in America. We talk
1: Americans. about
6: the
7: problem. <laughs> we will yeah, not rest until... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, we're we are not going anywhere. We're like bad money. We yeah. keep showing up. <laughs> yeah. so that's what
0: so, you got to do. I mean, you can't give in. You gotta. You gotta keep right up. You gotta keep on. Keep at it. What
2: was mm-hmm. my mind when you was talking about you went to Washington D.C. and was in there talking with all them people and they did. They had no clue. The people that's in charge of making decisions and stuff about about drugs and alcohol and all these things just had no clue. They was talking about. You asked them like, what would happen if you done methadone and xanax is together and they're like they didn't know
3: they had no
1: idea and that that's when i realized when i got mark lapalm uh has been a mentor of mine for many years i love him uh he's an amazing man he's he actually found the house he's got years of sobriety and he he called me up a year prior and he's like hey i want to get you to go to washington with us and i totally forgot about it right and i was like what do y'all do up there and he's like we talk about the problems and i was like okay and he sent me a message with my plane ticket one day and i was like oh my god i'm really getting to go to Washington D.C." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh and it was the coolest thing but it was so eye-opening right um i met this doctor at samsha and I was like, "Hey, do you go down to their treatment centers and like I actually see real time stuff? Because I'm all about we work in real time, right? Yeah, yeah. we're not in some office up in New Jersey dictating mm-hmm. people's life. We're working in real actual time." And he's like, "No, I don't." And I was like, "Well, why don't you come down and like actually check it out, mm-hmm. right? Um, why don't you? Because that's the only way you're gonna know. Like, they listen. That same office was like a multi million dollar. It was the craziest, like." <coughs> You, you walk in, lights come on. I mean, I was like, you know, we spent all this money on this same building. And there was like four people in it. Yeah. And it was levels. And I just think we're putting the money in the wrong places, right? Oh, yeah. That same building is amazing, and it was beautiful. It probably yeah. would have a hundred clients. It would house more than that thousands. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Thousands
6: of clients.
1: But we've got people that, like, <coughs> they, they really need to be on the ground. And they need to see the problem. Like it's great to read about; mm-hmm. it really is. But there's nothing like it till you're working in real time, watching people really suffer. That's going through these withdrawals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new drugs that's coming out. Um, that's what we need more boots on the ground. People yeah. dying Absolutely. every day. That's
0: what I was going to ask. This the group of you here. Is there more of you, or is this? Oh, oh, yes. oh there's lots. We more.
1: there's there's okay. over a hundred employees at like Kimberly Recovery. Oh, awesome. That's um, cool yes there's there's we're and we're just keep on listen we're just going to keep on we work
5: work with a lot of other treatment centers and sober livings as well okay good good
0: that's awesome well you all are doing fantastic job you've really impressed me it's it's i mean what you all are doing is probably without a doubt one of the most important things that i've ever heard of there's always going to be drugs unfortunately yeah. Yeah. there's always going to be addicts
7: mm-hmm.
0: there really needs to be always needs to be people like you mm-hmm.
1: thank you
0: that's yeah. it's, thank a, you. it's really awesome what but you thank are thank you for having
1: us and inviting
0: you. us yeah you're all uh, uh welcome back anytime. I love this this has been like
1: awesome listen we can talk about scars cars and broken hearts there the ain't no limitations
0: on. on this podcast
2: I don't okay. censor anything oh, yeah, we can talk about Harley's office. I'm sure we can <laughs> make it <up>. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
3: used to be known as the Keister Bunny <laughs> oh my
1: god <laughs> that, that's true story i told you he's
0: blushing y'all keep saying tell me he's blushing jesus christ hey when you go back to work monday say listen i meant and that's a true story right? Okay?
1: Uh, because you have to practice you know what i mean it takes, it takes a
3: certain amount of determination engaging you know what I'm, saying? I'm telling you you would not be you would not be you ain't right <laughs> you'd be stunned at what you could fit in just. <laughs> thanks <is> girl <gross. laughs> i bet you
6: won't. i no,
1: bet you've seen all kinds. i have seen i bet you have some things <laughs> okay. well and that's so now you can go back to the prison
0: and so
1: say listen i'm in the that happens body. on the street
0: too <laughs> 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 no listen i uh uh i have seen things fall out of men that you that uh, fago bottles Wow! The bottle. Oh that's wow. The twist, you know, with the yeah, we know that whole oh, the whole
1: <laughs> bottle. The whole
0: bottle.
7: That's wow. impressive. Wow!
0: That's <laughs> impressive. How <laughs> much meat this guy?
3: <laughs> Somewhere out there, there I have competition.
0: He's on another level. Right yeah. <laughs> on another level. <laughs> Damn, I mean,
6: really yeah, can't.
3: it's. Uh, I mean, who? It's my hey, what though? The minute he's at home. I brought a toaster in one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> man, man likes his toast. I like my toast.
0: Y'all want some country crap
7: <laughs>
0: I was, You ain't gonna you ain't gonna say anything to offend me or bother me working at a prison you hear some of the ungodliest things in the world. Yeah. Listen,
1: I love listen though, that's one of my favorite that's places in the world is is jails, prisons and rehabs. Yeah. That's where most of us spend most like yeah. those everybody in there has got a story Oh yeah, and yeah. some of those people don't even remember what happened right oh yeah that's true and yeah. that's the sad thing because all of us at this table should all should be in prison right. just, or just dead, dead. I mean. um
0: that's that's saying something right there that's pretty that's, that's heavy what you just said you know and, uh, and it's true uh, the way i was because i used not only drink a whole lot i used to fight a whole lot just for fun. Not even have to be mad at somebody. Right. Yeah. Uh to the point where I would fight for money in car washes and stuff <laughs> like that. Just stupid. You know, but uh a ball pit and chucky e. cheese. Wherever. Seven year old Yeah. But no, uh bean me with a road. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what breaks my heart. is like when I go into prisons and see people that has purpose. They have purpose in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, for, they're forgot about. And people write them off. Um, some of them never getting out. Um, yeah. But in a blackout stupor, they've done something that they don't even remember, or probably don't even recall. Oh yeah. And it's going to spend the rest of their yeah. life. And it's just by the grace of God, I'm not sitting there for the rest of my life. That's true. Oh, absolutely, Man,
0: absolutely is. There is a lot of people in prison that has no recollection of what they did.
1: Absolutely, we're getting high. That's
0: are so That's,
6: That's scary. Because how many times you've been out of it, really? On a real note. Oh my god. Kitty being completely in a whole I've other scene.
0: A, I've been driving home after yes. a fifth of Jose Cuervo and a 12 pack of something like this.
6: Absolutely. Thinking I'm
0: good.
3: <laughs>
6: yeah.
0: The
3: weirdest conversation, one of the weirdest conversations i ever had. I woke up in jail and it was uh, a, a, we all know him, it was Jake, he comes in he goes, you all right? And I'm like, uh, oh, God. I'm like, I'm in jail. He's like, yeah, you're pretty much in jail. I was like, man, I didn't use the phone. He said, what's wrong? I said, man, I got to call home. He said, what's the matter? I said, Amanda's in the trunk of the car. He said, he said oh, God, come on. It's 18 degrees outside. <laughs> And I'm oh like,
6: God. oh man, is in the truck Yeah, I,
3: that was my that was my woman. And, and
6: so her, she was Why was she car.
3: in the trunk of the car? Was, well, it's a long story, but I, mean, <laughs> I <can> guarantee it. Uh, <laughs> it happens. I'm about You'll I mean, always out there in the madness. You know what I'm saying?
1: It, but, it happens. It's, that's so what. Jesus. So I call home. Jesus. I call
3: home, and he's kind of you know looking at me like, eh, this there's no way you're always in the trunk. I call home, and I'm like, hey mom let a man out of the trunk she's like hunter we got her out hours ago." <laughs>
7: i'm like
3: tell her i love her <laughs> put some money on my
0: books
7: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i bet she wouldn't put nothing on her oh, stick yeah, her in the truck hey, she was a rider bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah. getting the trunk, right in the trunk.
1: <laughs> she was riding all right that, that was
3: the last thing i said to her i remember i remember taking a handful of something and i was like we left and i was like Bitch, getting drunk, and she did, you know. So she yeah. had, she had these, these warrants, and like I was driving, <laughs> and she was like, "Ain't no way I'm getting the past seat of that car." I was like, "Well, get in the trunk, you know what I'm saying? Smarty pants." And <laughs> she did. She got right behind. She went. Uh, then the I
6: went to jail. And then
3: all she... All yeah, she was. She was not going to let. Hey, let me
2: out of here, no police. Are hey,
6: no, see no. See she was. She was driving
2: out. You know what I'm saying?
3: Like,
7: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, if, so you got good intentions. She, she is going <laughs> yeah. yeah. to for good. trying to jail. Uh, now right? now yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, I mean.
6: Intentions. How, how dumb was
3: she? She was still
0: to I mean, the Brad in jail. I, yeah, it is what it is. You gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's uh, That's a good story. Yeah. Get in the trunk. Well, there you need one. to make a shirt that says that. Yeah, I Get no, in the, the trunk. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, yeah. Get, in Trump. Trump. <laughs> you, Get in the trunk. Don't ask. I love you, baby.
3: Another trunk story. We was rolling up. <laughs> You've got so, two. I've got two with the same girl, right? So we. <laughs>
7: We're rolling up. We okay. leave the,
3: my dude's walking outside. Rolling. I'm like, "Hey, man, you need to ride." He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Jump in." So we're going up this hill. We're, we're uh, on a hill over there by the well, trailer parks, that where I'm from. And we roll up on top of this hill, right? And he's saying something, and the back seat of the car just flops down. She's like, "I know you're talking about me." He goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he's oh trying my. to. I'm like, that's my trunk monkey. <laughs> he's freaking out. Like, yeah, I'm like, he's like, oh, psychosis kicks in. And, yeah, it was hilarious. Trunk monkey. She flopped out. With, she tried to push the seat down, and the seatbelt got caught around her. And she thought that I, you better let me out of here. And I was like, I'm driving the car, and he's freaking out. Like, what's this chick in the
7: trunk for? Him? <laughs>
3: and I'm just sitting there laughing, like, these are the things you'll see on left.
7: You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Be Oh, you
3: can take learn. a ride from
0: people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i would end up in the trunk. <laughs> man, those good stories.
3: Oh, well, I'm sure we could i tell tell them. Oh, day. you know
1: but
0: what I mean? will tell you what.
1: And that was our normal. That's yeah. Normal. Okay? That's that's the most screwed yeah. up part, right? Mm-hmm. That's normal. <laughs> yeah. That's just this I just
3: like
2: seeing Jack's face when you said,
1: man, get Mandas in the trunk. <laughs> hey, hey,
3: he was yeah. like, yeah. He was like, well, that's another charge, Brandon.
2: Another
3: <laughs> <laughs> charge. But <laughs> well, out of my business, Jake? <laughs> you right.
1: My, my, my business. God. I'm trying to get her out. Yeah. It's like, oh, what
4: the goodness. one guy? He goes, to, no, I, just I, just
3: think, I, think, I think he said, oh, God, is she dead? I said, well, probably if we don't hurry, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said, <laughs> i That's something else. Yeah. us try <laughs> right. Well, i tell you what. It, this has been thoroughly enjoyable mm-hmm. for me. I have really enjoyed the conversation. I've really enjoyed. Uh, very honored to have met every one of you. You're doing great things. I'm proud of every one of you. Thank you, man. Grateful much. for every one of you. Thank you for having us, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you for everything you're doing for people that's dealing with addiction and stuff because it's it's running rampant. It is. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you for talking to me. Uh, you're welcome back anytime you want to.
1: Hey, listen, if anybody needs help, call 606-341-1160. Press 1 and just say, help me. Can you <laughs> say that to. one more time, that number? Uh, 606-341-1160. Okay. Uh, Hashtag
6: 1. Tell them press 1.
1: Press 1, and we are here 24-7, seven days a week. Uh We will gas up the van, and be right there.
2: Get in the trunk. <laughs>
1: we will not put yeah. you in the trunk
6: these <laughs> days. Well, thank
0: you, dear. Oh, yeah. Thank you all for thank being you. here. We'll thank do it again sometime. You.